Hello! Welcome to the Whole GD Show, the show where we bring up a word or phrase to spark a conversation about the related media. This is your host, Jeff Blanchard, and my annoying co-host, Eleanor. Hello, Dylan. Hello, Jeff. Sometimes I wonder why I was cursed with this talent. Is that a reference to something? <laughs> uh... That I don't understand? Well, as you snooze, you lose, and you're right behind from the oh, okay. start. <laughs> that is some uh, Gary Oak quotes. <laughs> so I knew you were going to call me annoying, so I yeah. just went for the character. <laughs> sure. Uh, I, is that what trait do you find most annoying in a person? Do you think? Um. Loud. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. People, I think just... Yeah, I don't know. I think for me it's like people that are very arrogant. Like people that like are just very... Uh, like I do expect a certain level of self-confidence, but people that are like, like you know, self-involved to a like next level, it just really pisses me off. I don't know why. Yeah, I could see being just like, I don't like that either, but... I find, I see annoying as something lighter. Like, I don't hate it to my core, but it does just bother me. <laughs> so, like, I don't hate loud people, whatever, but if they, uh, I just like it quiet, and if people are screaming around me, like Ash Ketchum or Gary Oak, I, I it's, it disturbs my peace. Yeah, a lot of anime not, characters are kind of like that. Yep. Yeah, I've, I think I have some written down. Hmm. Uh, what about a movie? Do you have a movie written down? I do. Um, we talked about it previously, actually. It was an Unjade Jeff, uh, Scott Pilgrim. Mm. Um, a lot of the... So I'll just breeze over it pretty quickly, but I mean, a lot of the people in that movie are just terrible and irredeemable people. Mm. I think I said the only person who really, like, has a good arc... Uh, in the end is uh, Knives Chow, like the side character, just the only person who has like good development and like learns a good lesson. Well, the other characters are pretty terrible people to each other. Um, and then I also so the one I put down was that have you seen Valerian or heard of a Valerian? The it's like the the planet of a thousand or the city of a thousand planets or something. Isn't that a movie like Valerian? That that's a movie Valerian in the Circus of the Sun or some weird thing like that. Valerian and the Sky Pilot of Tomorrow or whatever. That's uh, there is a book series, so that might be some of those. But uh, there was a movie a couple like last year, two years ago. I don't know. Um, it's and it's a great spectacle of a movie. It's very like high budget cgi it's a cool concept which i would credit the book for but it's like uh just essentially this colony of different cultures from different planets and they kind of just dock their ships and like make this giant space station it's this giant city of kind of different planets but the two main characters in this movie just suck they're just terrible and like it i hated them all the way through um the lead guy is dave dehan dehan whatever i've only seen him in amazing spider-man 2 the best one terrible in that (laughs) the best one yeah we're gonna be going back to that soon apparently 
Ugh. Um, yeah. And uh, he was terrible in that, but that could have just been the movie too. Um, and then, yeah, he's in this. He's kind of like a old Keanu Reeves ripoff kind of. Just, yeah. Okay. Just uh. So like arrogant surfer dude kind of. Like Bill and Ted um, era or something. Yeah, yeah, old Keanu, like early '90s Keanu. Bill and Ted, uh, Point Break, that kind of guy. Uh, yeah, it's a, it's pretty terrible. Rihanna plays a goopy alien who's annoying as hell. Um, there's some like, I want to say it's a, it's Ethan Hawke maybe, or yeah. is it? He might be in it. Yeah, I'm looking at the cast um, list. He plays a pimp, apparently. Yes, yeah, yeah, another terrible character. <laughs> a terrible pimp who's mean to blobby Rihanna. Uh, yeah, and the two main characters, Dave DeHaan and I uh, I don't know the woman's name. I've never seen her in anything else. Cara but, Delevingne? Cara Delevingne? Yeah, she doesn't ring a bell at all. Um, they just, like, hate each other <laughs> throughout the whole thing, too. They have no chemistry. He's such a dick to her. But they end up together, of course, and it's it's a shame because it's a cool world they built. But then it's just like populated with all these people that you just don't you want to see fail. Valerian and the City of a Thousand Planets is that what it's called? Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they kind of got into those space movies, like. Uh, kind of offbeat because star i think it might have been like a reaction to star wars and like the star trek movies that they kind of like started making the new ones i don't know like they did like with harry potter they made it kind of like all the offbeat harry potter movies it might have been yeah sort of a reaction to like them. yeah uh yeah and it's also it's based on like a young adult novel so mm-hmm. i think i don't know i think I, it's probably a series it's probably better fleshed out a thousand planets over a few books instead of one movie um yeah it's very polarizing people love it or hate it i guess and it took me it took me three attempts to watch (laughs) why (laughs) falling asleep why did you finish it i just had to barge through it just felt you needed to um i might cut this out of the podcast but because i don't know if she listens but uh, someone lent it to me at work, so I felt obligated to watch it. Yeah, I bet that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, have you ever walked out of a movie? I just I was thinking about this earlier. Uh, in a theater? Yeah. I don't think so. Unless it was like, maybe at the drive-in. Uh-huh. I've driven away from a movie. <laughs> but, um... It was probably the second movie, at least, because you get two movies when you go there. Sure. Um, but I don't think at a theater I've ever walked out because, except for when I was four and I got too scared at Jurassic Park, but it was the second time I had seen it. But it, the movies just—they're too expensive. <laughs> I'm like so cheap about seeing movies. I rarely go anymore unless it's something I really want to see, yeah. and not have spoiled. What about you? Have you? Uh, no. Uh, I remembered the first time I saw somebody walk out of a movie, though, recently. I was thinking about it. 
I've talked about a movie I hate, which is called I Am Legend. And I think yeah. right around the part that they killed the dog, they I saw a couple walk out. Uh. And I remember my mother telling me um, the first time she went on a date a long time ago. And for the date, they saw the deer hunter. Oh, jeez. Oh, weird movie to pick on a date. And she, yeah. had, she had to leave like halfway through. Because it, it is super dark, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Jeez. Yeah, that kills the, kills the vibe. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. It's too much of an investment for me. Uh, what, yeah, what did you have for a movie? Uh, I picked a movie that it... Basically, the I find the premise annoying. And it's kind of like me being an older person that it's just like, why is this a thing? Uh, and the other one's a movie that I'm like, it. I should be like, oh, these movies aren't for me, but their existence annoys me. One is the Emoji movie. Oh, yeah, I've never seen it. And I refuse to. <laughs> I'm like, I... Like, for me, I'm like, who does that appeal to? Like, it... I don't know, it's, it's just, like, in the perfect wrong space for me to, like, be like, okay, it's a fun kids thing, but I'm like... What kid like cares about emojis enough where they're like, oh, this one learns about emotions? I'm like, I don't care. I don't know. Yeah. And I'm like, emoji, I, yeah. somebody came up with it, and wrote it, made made money off of it, maybe. There was um, I can't for- remember what country it was, uh, but it was in Asia and. Uh, they, like, lifted a ban finally on, like, essentially film, or at least uh, Hollywood film being screened. They're very, like, strict about media. And the first movie they got to watch was the Emoji movie. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, that sets the bar pretty low, so... Yeah. I... I know a lot of movies are, like, they make all their money kind of like as you know worldwide distribution and all that stuff like a, like fast and furious makes a ton of movie in like japan or something like that in china oh, yeah. i think um but it, i don't know it just i don't like it <laughs> it's just a thing i guess the other one was tyler perry movies which <laughs> those movies aren't for me but i'm kind of like i don't no. get it like why is this like it's I don't know, they just seem like, I know they're all big kind of like karma plays, like it's supposed to be like all about comeuppance and like the good guys winning and all the people that like cheated on their spouses like end up homeless and like have AIDS and all this stuff. And I don't know, it's a lot of weird stuff in there that I'm just kind of like, how does this appeal to people of color? Like it seems like such a specific thing. Like Big Mama's House was that movie we saw in yeah, a long time ago. That. In the the drive is that a Tyler Perry movie? No, but it's like it's he does the Medea thing, which is where yeah. he dresses up like the big like uh uh what is it like the Stoutfire kind of thing. Right, and yeah. It's like it's the same thing but just done worse, it seems like. Named at black people. Yeah. So are you specifically against the Medea movies or Yeah, well yeah, I guess that pretty much. Yeah. I just and it's not for me. I shouldn't be annoyed by it because i'm not really affected by it but i'm like is i don't know it just seems like a low bar that i just want people to be, <laughs> not be happy about those movies i guess yeah yeah i've never met anyone who 
part I don't know particularly likes them I guess I know I'm not the demographic I'm less than the demographic um but uh yeah I don't but there's so many <laughs> yeah it's kind of like uh they just get pumped out it seems like and I don't know I just don't care for them and I don't know I don't get it I guess that's why I'm annoyed yeah how about a TV show? Yeah, let's move to TV. Um, I have uh, some intentionally terrible people again. Well, I guess, I don't know if those 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 last ones weren't intentional, I guess, but um, uh, Always Sunny, the cast of Always Sunny. Yeah. They're all just terrible, annoying. Like, if you knew any of them in real life, you would stay as far away as you could. Each and every one of them has just, like, they're all flaws. They they say what makes a good hero is to have like flaws, but they're just all <laughs> bad. There's nothing redeeming about them typically. Have you watched a lot of Always Sunny? Uh yeah, a while back I kind of went through a binge and I watched a ton of it. Like I watched like I think at the time they had like nine seasons out, now they've got a thing fifteen. And I watched a bunch of it and I I kind of like it, but I'm like I don't really think it's that funny. Like, I I watch it, like, I've binged a lot of it, but I'm kind of like, it doesn't really make me laugh, but it, it is kind of, like, interesting to see their, you know, their situations kind of unfold. And, like, I find it interesting, but I'm like, it doesn't really, I don't get much chuckle, chuckles out oh, of it. Man. I I think it's hilarious. I just love it how bad they are to each other, pretty much. I guess that's the, probably the point, but it's... Yeah, it's amazing. You said, like, 15 seasons. I I haven't watched it in a long time. I watched, like, the first eight, seven or eight seasons or whatever. I got kind of burnt out. I think there were some low seasons in there. And um, I recently watched it on a plane, like, some more recent episodes, and it was pretty much the same thing, which was nice to see, I guess. <laughs> it hasn't gone too crazy. There are a lot of, like, crazy episodes, though, that just took me out of it. Like, um, there's one where they go to, like, Jersey Shore. That's actually, I think, my favorite one, I was gonna say. It's your favorite one? Yeah. That's one of my least favorite ones. Is that the one where they do the vacation one? The yeah, montage? yeah, the vacation montage, and they do, like, angel dust in the I van or whatever. I think that's actually one of my favorite ones, because, <laughs> and it's mainly because of that song. Oh, man. Because, you remember... It was too ago. full on for me. Rugrats did that when they went on vacation. Yeah, yeah and they went the on Vegas vacation. Yeah. yeah, and they sang that. That song was in there, and I remember it. Oh, Joe yeah. sings it. Yeah, uh, there's a bit of nostalgia, it. I think. In there. Yeah, maybe. Uh, but yeah, like those ones went too crazy. The ones I like the ones that are just like take place in the bar, like bottle episodes. <laughs> The other one I really like, which is probably when you didn't like, is the one where they go into the past. Where oh, I love that one. Yeah, <laughs> I too. The Liberty like... Bell or whatever. Yeah, 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 I was gonna say the Liberty Bell. Yeah. I can't remember at all what happens in it, but I just remember them like having wooden teeth and going. Yeah. <laughs> they get tarred and feathered, and D rides away on a broom. I think. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love that one. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, I th- and it's crazy that they like. The pilot of that show cost 80 bucks. It's pretty nuts. It was just like the four of them. And with like a camera they borrowed. But yeah. 
That's kind of cool, though, that it's like, what a cheap thing that they could just, like, make it. And I don't think Danny DeVito was in it then, right? No, it was the... F- I think he doesn't come in until season two, mm-hmm. and... Yeah, it's uh the first it's not actually the first episode when you watch it, but um it's the one where Charlie pretends he has cancer or whatever. That one costs eighty bucks. Yeah, yeah. That's he cool. just Yeah, I think he and it has the waitress in it, which they're like married in real life, Charlie yeah. and the waitress. Yeah. <laughs> it's all just like people they knew. That is cool because it's like it's kind of like a good story to give to people that might want to like be a, you know make stuff i guess like you could do it for yeah. a decent price with yeah no it's, it's crazy that that guy uh, rob mcclenny Mc- Mc- or whatever his name is mckelney mm-hmm. mac he he puts himself through some serious stuff like fat mac and then like muscle mac it's like he puts his body through crazy feats for that show but yeah good on him yeah, what did you have? That was all I had for TV. Um, yeah, mine was kind of character related too. Uh, it did focus on anime because that's my thing. Mine was kind of uh, mascot like characters, specific ones. Um, I don't know. If, have you ever seen Fairy Tale, the anime? Yes. Happy, yeah. Happy is the friggin' worst. Uh, is it? That's yeah. the cat. The weird yeah. cat. Yeah. It's just a terrible voice. The English is even worse. Uh, and it's a character that kind of... It, he provides, like, some kind of basic moral support, but he doesn't really add anything to the story otherwise, for the most part. Like, here and there, you kind of learn more about his uh, race of people, but it's... I don't know. I feel like that series could do the same stuff without that character. Yeah. Uh, another one is... A series that I'll probably show you at some point, which is Soul Eater. Do you know what that is? No. It's a. It's kind of like a magical high school kind of thing, cool. that that's run by death. Oh, okay. Um, and each, like each person has a team that they work in, either two, of, two or three, and one person is a meister and one person is a weapon. So one person is able to turn into like a sword or a gun or something like that and the other person kind of uses them and it's kind of about the uh, the connection and the relationship between the two people while they try and fight evil and there's one called Excalibur which is like this really annoying person thing really it's not really a good person and it it's just the worst I don't know how to describe <laughs> it it just talks down to everyone it's an a-hole and, but it's like the strongest weapon, but nobody wants to use it because it's such an able. Hmm. Neat. Yeah, I've never heard of that. Yeah. Soul Eater. Yeah. It's really. Yeah. Yeah. It's good, but it's like just those. That character in particular is terrible. Yeah, I was. Uh, I meant to put down anime characters too. Like I started the show. Like uh, every character in Pokemon is pretty <laughs> annoying. Yeah. Misty's the worst. Although. Ash did ruin her bike. Uh, Brock is just horny. (laughs) Brock is just a dumb sex pest. And (laughs) Ash just screams all the time, too, and is also just an idiot. He wants to be a Pokemon master, but he's also a dumbass. Yeah. Yeah, I hate screaming anime characters. I think that's what I hate. Like, uh, 
I can't remember his name, but the main guy in Food Wars. The main guy? Oh, uh, Soma. Yeah, he Did he yells, scream a lot? Uh, maybe people screamed at him a lot. He was super arrogant. Yeah, that's true. But that girl screamed a lot. The one with the god tongue. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. And... Yeah, the alchemists, the Fullmetal Alchemist brothers, I, I hate them. Because there's the wispy, quiet one, and I hate that too. <laughs> so, and the guy who just screams about everything he's got to do. Yeah, it's Napoleon Complex and all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, shall we move to music? Sure. What do you have? Um, I have a fictional one and then a real person. <laughs> So it's time to start another vendetta. Uh, fictional, I had Dr. Roxo, who is the rock and roll clown from Metalocalypse. Oh, I was like, I have no idea who that is. <laughs> yeah, like, he's, right. uh, he's a rock and roll clown. He's in that show Metalocalypse that I talk about. That's uh, cool. that fictional band, Death Clock. Um, but he's like kind of like... Uh, he was... Kind of, I think he's based on Twisted Sister, really. Yeah, his music's being tongue slapped. He loves cooking cocaine, and um, he's just obnoxious. He's always, he's always getting Toki Wartooth, the guitarist of Death Clock, into trouble. And it's, he's just a terrible. He's a freaking clown. <laughs> They're all terrible, aren't they? Um. And then I also had uh, Axl Rose, because <laughs> I don't like Guns N' Roses that much, and I think he's a terrible performer and, like, terrible to his fans, I guess. Did you know he once delayed a show so he could finish watching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze? I didn't know that, but I, I believe it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You would, wouldn't you? Because I think he just openly admitted it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't think that's as bad as Dave Chappelle uh, arriving to his show three hours late. Really? Yeah. It's a long time to wait for somebody to do a show. Yeah, I would have left. <laughs> yeah. Uh, although I, I did wait for the Wallflowers about three hours in Maine. That was three hours? I think so, yeah. It was bad. I was that's angry. I don't, I don't even want to stay for a three-hour show. <laughs> like, I'd probably leave it for that. Yeah. Three hours, and then i got to watch the show, too? Jeez. I stayed for about 20 minutes because he sounded terrible. Yeah. Yeah. He it's probably wasn't watching Ninja Turtles. <laughs> no. I mean, yeah, I can kind of excuse that. It's got a good climax. Or Shredder... Is that the one where Shredder just... He gets buried yeah. under the pier. Yeah, that's spoiler alert. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, for the 20-year-old yeah. movie, spoiler yeah. alert. <laughs> yeah, he gets... It's almost a 30-year-old movie at this point, yeah. I think. <laughs> yeah, he just knocks the pier on themselves. Yeah, yeah, because the other one's on the roof. Okay. Yeah, he falls yeah, in the, the garbage compactor or whatever. Yeah. Whoops! And Casey Jones yeah. hits the thing. Straight up murders a guy. Yep. Well... Tries to. Yeah, because he comes back. <laughs> yeah, attempted murder. Uh, yeah, I think that's all I have about Axel Rose. He sounded pretty good fronting for ACDC, I guess, but I'm not a big Guns N' Roses fan at all. 
Mine, I don't know if you would know this. Do you know do you know the band Ween? I uh, I'm familiar with the name. I've never actually I think I maybe I have heard their song. I've I've heard Detachable Penis. Okay. Uh well in in Maine they've got that thing in I think it's around in the winter time where they do that thing for grieving children. What is it called again? Oh you know what the I mean? Markathon? Markathon. People don't yeah. know it's a regional it's a regional in quotes thing. Yeah. Where... One of the You wanna explain it or uh it's where an announcer stays in the building for what is it, like a week, basically? Yeah, I think it's for a week, Monday through Friday. Taking requests for various amounts of money to play any song on the alternative station. So people can request, like, Beethoven or rap or whatever. And it's something I heard then. And, like, people be like, here's a quarter to play the whole Ninth Symphony. And he's like, cool, dude, that's great. Or some people play, like, you know, $1,000 to have, like, a minute-long song. So it's very yeah. varied, but it all goes to a good cause um, for the Center of Grieving Children. Uh, I heard Ween play a song called Push the, Little Daisy, Push the Little Daisies, which it's kind of got some apostrophes in there. So it's Push the Little Daisies, kind of. <laughs> and it's probably the most annoying song I've ever heard. Um, I had it on and I was just like, what the hell is this? I, I can't really describe it. Because I've only heard it that one time, and I was tempted to listen, and I should have listened to it before this podcast, but the fact that I remember it from then, from that one time, I feel like says something. Yeah. Because it's, I I think they they repeat that line, like, 40-something times in that song, like, in a row, and there's some other lyrics in there, but it's, I don't know, I just remember it being really bad. (laughs) Yeah, I've never... I haven't heard a lot of Ween. I've heard Detachable Penis, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like Markathon, though. I did hear the Pokemon theme on there once, so... Sure. You hear Cool some, gems like that. Yeah, you do hear some hidden gems and stuff you might not have heard of otherwise, but, like, sometimes it'll be people who'll be like, hey, can you play this 40-minute song for a quarter for this charity? And he's like, all right, cool. Yeah, I think them. minimum is a dollar now. Yeah. At least they're still doing it. Yeah. Uh, do you have a book? Uh, I do. I have a character from a book. Okay. Um, uh, he's not very... So, It's there's also a very popular movie series that we already mentioned. Uh, but he's not represented very well in the movies. And I'm talking about... Peeves the Poltergeist from Harry Potter, which I'm currently like in the middle of book four right now, reading it. He's definitely in the books a lot more. I think he's got like one shot in the movie that he's in, if he's in the movies at all. He definitely he's up to a lot more mischief in the books. Yeah, him and the Bloody Baron like completely get cut out of those movies pretty much, and they were kind of interesting side characters in that in that book series. Yeah, yeah, they just, he, Peeves just makes things harder for everyone, pretty much. He's throwing water balloons, he's a ghost, he's playing pranks. It's the worst kind of ghost is a pranking ghost. I mean, a demonic ghost would probably be worse, but yeah. a, a pranking ghost is second worst. What about uh, Moaning Myrtle? How do you like her? Oh, yeah, she's annoying, too. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, Was that Daniel Radcliffe and Drag? 
No, it's like a 40-year-old woman. It looks like Daniel Radcliffe. I remember (laughs) thinking that. It is a very, like, an actress who is older. I I can't remember her name, but I've looked it up, and she's, like, way older than a high schooler. (laughs) Died in the toilet. Drowned in the toilet or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, she didn't drown in a toilet. She got killed by the basilisk. That's right. Um, Yeah, she was... She's only in the second book. She'll be back. Oh, she'll be back in the fourth one. I haven't gotten to the egg part yet. But yeah, she's pretty terrible. The the dragon egg. Oh, kind of yeah. open under the water. Oh, she's right. in the bathroom. Uh, yeah, Peeves totally, he doesn't get represented in the movies at all. I think he's in one shot in the first movie. And that's only because the first movie is pretty much just an exact retelling of the first book. It's pretty weird. I kind of, I'm fine with it though, you know. Yeah, it's definitely watching them because I'm watching them. I'm like finishing reading and then watching the movie immediately after right now, and it is interesting to like go in with a fresh like look on how different they are. Are you still enjoying them as an adult now? Oh yeah. Are you finding? I know it's like. Are you finding the writing isn't as good as you remembered it being, or? Oh, I think I even knew when I was reading it in, like, middle school that it was pretty... It's not, like... It's just very straightforward writing, essentially. It's It's a kid's book. Yeah. I mean, there's little hints. I am picking up on, like, hints of foreshadowing and stuff when I'm like, oh, okay, I I know that's going to come into play later, that I never... There's such dense books that, like, you never... It's hard to retain or pick up on those things early on. Yeah. Or remember them again when you have when they were like two hundred pages ago or whatever. But yeah. What did you did you have any annoying books? Um I did pick a book, because uh, I did kinda of, because I enjoy J- Japanese stuff. I pick I've been kind of re oh, it was a while ago now. I've been reading uh Japanese authors various fiction, like I think in one of our other lists I mentioned um, uh, God Murakami, who had written uh, he's written a bunch of books, like I think it's called IQ84, is a really popular book that he's written, I read a different book, but the only one that looked interesting to me at the time because I've been wanting to read a Japanese author this one's called The Buried Giant by uh, Kazuo Ishiguro and it kind of has all the stuff I, I like. It's kind of an, about uh, this fog that has kind of been enveloping the land. And it's, uh, it's kind of based in Europe instead of, like, mm-hmm. you'd think it'd be in kind of like this Japanese setting. But it's kind of about this very old couple who are going on this kind of weird journey to find, like, the source of this, you know, this issue, I believe. They, I think they meet up with, like, people who were former members of, like, King Arthur's, like, round table. Like, I think, um, uh, Gawain is in there. Or, it's one of the other ones, maybe. But it's an interesting story. The thing that annoyed me about it, which is something that annoys me with certain things, in a way, is ambiguity. Mm. And because I feel like it's... I feel like with storytelling, there's a way to... T- I don't know. There's a way to use it correctly and incorrectly. And I feel like you don't want to make, you know, subtext text. You want to avoid that. 
but I feel like with a certain type of storytelling, I don't know, you want to give people enough to kind of make their own kind of judgments and calls on the way a story ends up if you don't say everything. Um, I don't know. It's a weird thing to think about. Like, I know that the Joker is a big kind of controversial thing right now, where it's kind of letting people draw their own conclusions, but it's not being done responsibly. So it's, I don't know, it's, that kind of topic can kind of vary with whatever medium you're in. I don't know. Thoughts? Yeah, so are you calling for more ambiguity or or less? Um, I don't know. I, sometimes I just want people to, I'm an idiot sometimes when I read stuff. (laughs) Uh, And sometimes I want people to be like, what did that mean? And sometimes I'm like, why did you just say, like, you just told us everything? Like, it, yeah. I guess it just, it's something that, I don't know, I'm just not good at reading the hints. Or the hints are just, like, right there also written. I don't know. I just feel like it's a hard thing to do well. And I find that annoying. Yeah. Um, I agree it's hard to do well. I think um, we're going to talk about an maybe later where there's a lot of ambiguity and... I don't think it's you I think it's more used as a hook to keep you watching rather than to really enrich the story at all. And I feel like a lot of TV series will use ambiguity just to keep you invested in the TV series because they want to keep the show running as many episodes as they can. Um but like so they're not like uh Lost is a good example with ambiguity. They had I feel like they had way too much cuz they <laughs> and I think that's what everyone feels like. Um, It kind of did allow you to draw your own conclusions at the end, but it kind of just also didn't really give a definitive ending at all. Um, Which also, like, I don't know, maybe they were, hey, let's leave this open for the future so we can return it. Also, another money... Maybe I'm more... I'm too cynical about ambiguity in TV, I think. Um, But, uh, yeah, I guess... If there's too much of it, it can feel lazy, I feel like. Um, like, just like, oh, we couldn't figure out what we definitively wanted to say. Uh, so, we just left it open for everyone. Have you ever seen um, that Christian Bale movie uh, where he's a psycho, American psycho? <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, so, at the end of that, like, that... Do you feel like that was pretty ambiguous at the end? Or definitive? I mean, he does... I I feel like it's definitive because he just tells you everything. He's like, oh, that was all made up. Does he say it was all made up at the end? Yeah, it's like or the very I last think... thing he says. I thought he thought it was still all real. Maybe I'll have to rewatch it. See, too ambiguous. <laughs> Watch the very like it's like the very last scene is him being like, "None of this happened. This was worthless to even talk about." Like that's like the last line. Yeah, I thought, uh, man, I thought I don't. I thought he went crazy, or he couldn't tell. He was in denial about it being fake at the end, and yeah. I felt as if he, some of it was just exaggerated in his brain. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I have to, I've only seen it once and I shouldn't be talking about it probably. Um, yeah, same. Like I, I remember he kind of has a confession at the end to the camera basically. 
and he's like, this confession is not nothing. And I'm just like, all right, cool. And he's like being, there's a scene before that he's just like woken up and he's like still talking to like his boss or something. And they're like, what are you talking about? You're like, oh, whatever. Hmm. I don't know. You see, I don't remember him doing that at all at the end. Just find it on YouTube. <laughs> it's like a, yes. it's probably something that has a very last scene. Yeah, but uh, like I was saying, yeah, it could be, I don't know. <laughs> I, it, I, I, if it's not done well, it feels like laziness to me. I guess that's where I'm trying to go. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Do you have a game? Uh, yeah, I do have a game. Um, I've never played it, but uh, it's a lot. It was a long-running series. Leisure Suit Larry series. Oh, from our friends that How Did This Get Played? They're not our friends. I I know, but I actually wrote this list before <laughs> that episode came out on oh. How Did This Get Played. So, um, yeah, because this is this is the long lost list that we have because this was a topic we were going to do and then something happened oh. and we never recorded the episode. That's true. So, um, yeah, I uh, he's just a horny pervy dude. I guess um, when they went over and how did this get played, He's I guess he's more sympathetic in the first one, I guess. He's trying to lose his virginity or whatever. He's not more sympathetic. He's treating women like objects pretty much throughout the entire game. That's what it is. Women as trophies. And he's just... Um, I don't know. The movies... that The games are all about this short dude trying to get laid, pretty much. <laughs> he's... He's... Uh, he's uh, he's just a little guy who wants to do his best. That's the best to describe him, I guess. But that's me too, man. How dare is. you? <laughs> no way. No, that's a good thing. Like trying to do your best, but I, I don't know. <laughs> I think it's just it's just a weird ass game too. <laughs> Have you ever played them? Yeah, like I remember them talking. No, I I think I thought about buying them because I thought they'd be more sexy, but they're not. yeah, they're not. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I remember because when we were teenagers, I think it like a 3D one came out. I was like, oh, what's that all about? But they're apparently, they're very unsexy games. Yeah. I got a lot of, more out of, um, like, I used to play like dating sims, like, or like Gin Girl Girl, which is like, you get like a porn scene if you in the game, basically. <laughs> yeah, no. Or, right. uh, Sim Life. Oh yeah, or I got the cheat with the Sims, where yeah, you can be naked, basically. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're they, blocky you move character their pixelation, models. yeah, and see their genderless, their uh, what is it called, genitalialess bodies. Yeah, uh, and yeah, nipples, I think too. Yes, yeah. That was yeah, Leisure Shoot Larry, terrible guy. <laughs> Uh, what did you uh, have? I wrote two things down. Um, one is escort missions. The other yeah. is countdown timers. Escort missions, it's always like you like having to hold someone by the hand and then like having some kind of crappy like they <laughs> somehow like they create crappy CPU like AI for it. Where it's like, oh, I think like running into walls and like running into enemies that are trying to kill them. 
it's always terrible and it's always such a pain for and it happens like um, in Assassin's Creed a lot I'm a big fan of that series you have to like lead someone down like a bunch of alleys and you get attacked 20 times and they're like hiding in the corner and being like murdered and you just have to fight off like 20 guys and get to them or like uh, yeah. the tailing missions that they have they're just awful yeah I uh I've played, I remember in Zelda, there's a lot of, like, escort on horse missions. I always hated those. It always stressed me out so much. It's like, God, I have, I have a hard time taking care of myself. Now these people's, their milk is in my hand from, <laughs> like, yeah, their milk's fate is in my hand. Or whatever. You gotta escort a lot of, like, girls in carts in Zelda. <laughs> the other one also applies to Zelda countdown timers. Like, if you're trying to get, like, the big Goron sword. I know oh, you have to yeah, get like an the race. egg. Yeah, you have to do multiple places. They're like, you have to get this egg to this guy at a certain time. And it gives you yeah. like 10 seconds to get across the world in that game. Yeah, and you can't like teleport at all or anything. Yeah. You automatically lose if you teleport. So it's like, yeah, just run across the field as fast as you can and avoid yeah. everyone. <laughs> Pretty much have to have a opponent to do any of them. Yeah, yeah, the, uh, I mean, Majora's Mask is the ultimate Zelda countdown timer. <laughs> Stressful. 72 hours every time. Yeah, that's one I never really played, so I, I, like, I played it, I think, a few days when I was renting it, when that was a thing. Uh, oh, yeah, I remember But, like, that. I, I couldn't get past, I couldn't figure out, like, what to do or where to go, so I kind of gave up early on it. But I did find out, like, once the mechanic of it being a time thing came up, I was kind of like, it's way too stressful for me at the time. <laughs> yeah, and then you get to rewind time at some point, so you can just keep going in loops. But you lose all your inventory <laughs> every time, so that's like a huge handicap. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Any anything where it's like, oh, you have to escape this train in like ten seconds, and you're at the back, and you need to get to the front, and there are people blocking you. It's always just like, uh... and I know in like the one where we talked about sounds that are stressful, like the Sonic in the water, kind of. Oh thing, yeah. It's like, yeah. It's like that is timing you definitely, and it it's the worst. I'd rather just shut my Sega off when that comes up. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of um. I've been playing some Mario Maker 2 levels, and there's, like, a lot of people do, like, these 20-second levels where it's, you know, you I can make it to the finish line, but I keep dying right at the finish line because it's, like, right there. It's They put it there perfectly, so you have to, like, do it perfectly to get it within 20 seconds. It's it's a lot of fun, but it's, it's also like, F you, why did you do this? We can unjade me, or at least attempt to, with our hit. Our 2009 hit movie? The Hangover. Uh, yeah, I think it was the highest grossing R-rated movie at the time. Yeah. With, you know, that actor that I feel like hasn't been in anything else, Justin Bartha. <laughs> Who is Who I didn't that? really... That's... Doug, that's like the guy they're trying oh, to Oh, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, because he's barely in the movie. <laughs> and he hasn't, he's Sorry, been in those, 
three movies and like a few other things and nothing else i feel like yeah yeah zacky g of course ed helms and uh what's his name bradley cooper him and ken jong don't forget ken jong yeah i i'll say right off the bat a lot of man ass in this movie way more (laughs) than i was expecting that's right yeah you see him naked like a bunch of a couple times i think ken jong you see him naked several times you see an old guy naked uh you see uh you know zach galifianakis a few times i'm just like i don't care for this but <laughs> i guess yeah i forgot about that uh yeah i'll start off with my notes uh right off the bat very nice cinematography and scenery like it's very picturesque at the very beginning they've got a lot of nice uh, nature and kind of city shots right off the bat and then they go right into uh, Zach's ass a lot of that action (laughs) happening of him getting changed and being told to get changed several times Uh, Jeffrey Tambor who has been kicked out of Hollywood apparently now since been cancelled he has since been cancelled yeah I was like oh he's in this cool yes whatever we liked him for a while yeah I know yeah Uh, I I don't think you listened to Unspooled but I think Amy Nicholson mentioned this like there are people that kind of come into favor in Hollywood, and then like a few, like it doesn't take long for the people to just like either turn on them or just like let go. I think, and she's like, I think Keanu Reeves is what you know the next person is gonna happen to. Oh really? Well, the internet boyfriend or whatever. Yeah, where, yeah, I mean, like uh, she's like, oh yeah, everyone liked Matthew McConaughey for like a year, and then he was just dumb. Oh yeah, you know, I said T.J. Miller was like that. No, I think Jeffrey Toy Tambor was probably like that. I don't know. I it's a smart guess that people will just like forget about him after a little while, but you know, I'd say write it while you can, I guess. Yeah, well it didn't I mean people had already forgotten about him for a while after the Matrix movies, hadn't they? He didn't yeah, really pretty do much. anything noteworthy for a while until the what people are calling the Keanu Sants or whatever. Yeah. Or the Reeves Sants or the Renaissance. Renaissance. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, then I said, hey, that's a sweet car. That car that they give him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And I pointed out, uh, Bradley Cooper, is he stealing from his students? Is that what he's doing? And that's the I believe so. Yeah, don't they? Yeah, is it like a field trip fun or something? Yeah, and he's, he's yeah. Vegas. Well, maybe he's gonna like double his money in Vegas. He's not stealing it; he's investing it for a nicer field trip. Think about yeah. it that way. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh, he's a bad person. That's weird. <laughs> and you find out he's married and has a kid later on. You're like, oh, that's also strange. Yeah. Uh, then they're out front of the school. I'm like, is Zach's character a pedophile in this? It's like, I'm not supposed to be outside of the school or in front of like a fair or something. I'm like, that's not good. Yeah, who? Uh, I, I, yeah, I mean, that's the insinuation. Who could just been in a bad situation? Yeah. 
Uh, he does talk about not being able to masturbate on an airplane, too, doesn't he? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, I mean, maybe those are related. Maybe. Uh, then we go to Ed Helm's weird life with his... I thought it was his wife, but apparently it's not his girlfriend, who is abusive to him in some way, basically. Oh, she's, like, super controlling, right? Yeah. Super controlling, uh, and I found out, I was looking up because I was like, oh, she's pretty. And I looked her up, and she actually has a connection to this podcast in a weird way. Um, she was in uh, Serial Experiments Lane as one of the characters. One oh, the, really? Yeah, it's one of the English voice casts. It was, came up as her, in one of her huh. credits. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I've seen her in a bunch of other stuff, hmm. too. I think she used to be on, um, like, I Love the 90s and stuff like that. Like, a lot of VH1 commentary shows. Mm. Uh, and then I it was kind of like, oh, there's a lot of, like... I was kind of thinking about, like, the soundtrack really dates this movie. Like, it really yes. shows, shows the age. I was like, the Donna's, uh, Rihanna's Numa Numa, like, thing. And there was an old Kanye hit. Like, the Baja Men were on there. And I'm like, that's even older. Oh yeah, that was ten years yeah. old for that too. Uh, not so there, right? The beeper also was cut. Like I know it's that's done for like comedy. Like I feel like it, anytime you see that, like oh, this person's old fashioned or like out of touch. Yeah. I've uh, been rewatching Thirty Rock from the beginning because I have plenty of time. Uh, what platform I, is that on? Because it's not on Netflix anymore. Hulu. Yeah, it's on Hulu. It's good. I'm I'm enjoying it. I'm kind of like I'm gonna watch all this because it's it's good and I'm enjoying it. And it was good the first time, but I should be watching something new. <laughs> Not this yeah, I went thing. to rewatch it too, and I couldn't find it on Netflix, so I I didn't try any harder, and I just started Bojack. Yeah, speaking of which, uh, <laughs> The Hangover was not that easy to get either. Oh really? I thought it was on Netflix. I could. Yeah, I checked it that day when I assigned it to you. Did it go off the next day? Probably. It must have left the next freaking day. <laughs> one of was... I've got Netflix and Hulu, and one of them had The Hangover 2, but not The Hangover. Yeah, I literally only assigned it to you because I was... We were getting ready for the... Or we were getting ready to edit, and I was looking right at it. Looking through Netflix. Damn, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> it must yeah. have gone off the next day. Uh... Let's see what else is there right down. The difference when they're kind of going out to the, um, getting ready to go out and gamble, I guess, for the first time, is, like, the difference in clothing choices. I mean, I, I guess, obviously, Zach Galifianakis is kind of painted as a buffoon in this movie, and he's yeah. kind of got the weird, you know, the purse, and, you know, he's got jeans and a t-shirt. And yeah. Uh, what else? Uh, I liked Zach's speech. I'm like, it's it was awkward, obviously, and he cuts his hand. Yeah. I'm like, it was also very earnest. So I kind of, I kind of was like, all right, that's cool, it's fine. Yeah, uh, his character is definitely like the lovable earnest doof. Uh, Usher. I wrote down Usher's "Yeah" was <laughs> one of the songs. <laughs> Yeah, that's even dated for that. I guess it was only five years old or something at the time, but still. Yeah, it feels... Then... 
I just wrote down Brad Cooper's a scumbag. And I'm like, I don't remember why I wrote that down, but that's kind of a, you know, a consistent thing. <laughs> Uh, I wrote down, I was expecting a montage, uh, when, like, after they kind of have the toast, I was like, oh, they're just kind of a montage to show their night, uh, and then cut, but instead they cut to the aftermath, which I thought was like, oh, that's cool. They, like, they just showed, like, this is the result, they didn't show what happens, and at the end of the movie, they kind of have that yeah, montage. montage with, yeah, in the credits or whatever. Yeah, not expecting it, but I was like, oh, that's cool. Uh... Then I wrote down old guy naked, another <laughs> example of old ass that I'm almost like a Jesus <laughs> fan. Uh, then we, I, I don't remember, were you into Mad TV? Were you one of the people that in our thing that was into Mad TV? Um, I, I watched it here and there. Yeah, one of the dudes from Mad TV was the, uh, the guy who wed them. His name is Brian Callen. I was like, oh, that's a cool little cameo for, for, for people that watch that show. Yeah, I, re- I recognize the name, but I don't, I don't think I recognize his face. I don't think he did anything after that, really. You know, it's yeah. a small part. <laughs> the only one who has, I think, is like, oh, there are a few people, but like Ike Barrett Holtz has done stuff yeah. since then. But, yeah. I remember Michael McDonald. That's an easy name to remember. Yeah. Uh, and I saw Rob Riggle, one of my favorites. I'm a big fan of yeah. whenever he appears in anything. Plays pretty much the same guy in everything. Just like, as, yeah. you know, a former Marine who has to yell at people and also be funny and ridiculous. Uh, I wrote down, yeah, they bribed the cops, which I thought was kind of funny. Uh, Heather Graham appears, and then I was looking up the trilogies because I was like, how do they? What are the trilogies about? And then I'm like, oh, the rest of them get married, which I'm gonna like. Uh, that's interesting. Heather Graham, not the rest of them, apparently. Yeah, I haven't. I've only seen the second one, which is pretty much a carbon copy of the first one, and I've never seen the third one. Yeah. Uh, then I wrote Ken Jeong in the trunk, and he hits them with a crowbar, and I was like, oh, I thought it was like a cane at first, and it like, like that's a quite a thing to hit people with and like have them just kind of like shrug it off <laughs> yeah I think it's, those are heavy yeah uh, and I wrote hey Mike Tyson looks terrible <laughs> yep like I'm sure he could still kill me but like he doesn't you know he's he definitely would. yeah he looks bad uh, then I wrote real tiger question mark yeah, I don't know how what they did for the making might have been like maybe a trained tiger in parts later i wrote down like when they have it on the cart it looks terrible like it looks like so fake it's like yeah oh yeah when it's like drugged or whatever yeah it's just they like kind of cover it yeah it's like a big weird puppet uh i wrote i liked ed helm's song that he sang on the piano i was like oh that's I've actually seen him live play the piano. He's a really good pianist. (laughs) I believe it. He played it well, and he kind of improvised that little song, or he really wrote it first, but it's nice. I kind of liked it. Uh, Then when they're driving the tiger in the car, do you remember that Queens of the Stone Age video? 
Um, the one with the deer. Yep, kind of reminded yeah, me. No of one that. knows. I think. No one knows. Yeah. yeah, I was like, oh, it reminds me of that. Which then I I just remembered now they stole that from I think Tommy Boy. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> in Tommy Boy, I think it it I can't remember what it's in there. It might be a deer, or like a bear or something. It's a deer. Yeah, they like hit a deer and then they put it in their car for some so, dumbass yeah. reason. Yeah, so that scene is uh, reused <laughs> uh, three times, apparently, that type of thing, yeah. which is kind of interesting. Yeah. Uh, when the... This is something that kind of gave me a visceral reaction. When they're um, T-boned the, in the car by Ken Jeong, when they're, like, yeah. rammed from the side, I was like, oh! Because, I don't know, I just, like, I had a reaction to it because, like, we've had known people who've died that way basically and i just like yeah. i've seen stuff like that happen and it it's it's super dark and like it's kind of like they get rammed really hard and they're just not really affected that much like but right. it seemed like they're going at the speed where like oh they'd be dead <laughs> right yeah and it's like a giant suv that hits them yeah 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 it's definitely it's yeah t-boning like anytime there's a scene like that like car crash scenes that just come out of nowhere it's just like jeez like it, yeah. you brace yeah i don't know it, it just kind of like i was like oh I, I didn't like it but it was i guess that's part of it i guess uh the second i saw the guy who is i wrote down guy in hood is not doug it is doug but it's not i i like the second they had the guy in the <laughs> hood, i was doug. like yeah I was like, oh, that's not the guy they wanted, some other dude. But it's Doug, I guess. So it's not exactly right. Yeah. Uh, then they start, they, that book kind of comes up again, the card, <laughs> how to win in Vegas or whatever it is. Yeah. Black <laughs> oh, the card counting, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they're not discreet about it at all. Like, he's like standing at the table, like, like opening his mouth going, one, two, three, four. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you just see his lips moving and counting and i'm like somebody would see that and like they get kicked out immediately uh and i was kind of thinking like when he's hit by the taser earlier did that affect his brain <laughs> I, I, I wondered I'm... if that was like part of it that they never mentioned no i think he's just like one of those idiot savants yeah maybe uh, I wrote. Oh, it's Mike Epps in that hood. Mike Epps, the comedian actor. I don't know who that he's is. He's the he, he's well, he's the Black Doug, but he's uh. Do you yeah. remember um, you know Kimmy Schmidt? He's yes. the guy in the very beginning who does the rap. Oh, they're alive! Damn it! Yeah, that <laughs> guy. Same guy. He's also been in movies. He's done stand up. He's been around. Uh, and I'm like, oh. Happy ending. You know, and it ends well yeah, yeah. for, you know, a weird movie. You know, crazy kind of movie. But, you know, I'm like, oh, it's a comedy. It has to, I feel like. It's not a dark comedy. It's, you know. No, you know? yeah. It's and you get the montage where you see a lot of tits and stuff. And they're, like, yeah. banging the tiger. And, like, they're, like, Zach Galifianakis is having his dick sucked in like an elevator that's yeah one of the things in the montage 
Isn't Carrot Top in there, like, randomly, too, somewhere? Yeah. Yeah, there are a handful of celebrities that I'm like, oh, that's some interesting cameos and stuff like that. I don't know. Um, overall, I, you know, I enjoyed it. I did kind of look at, I, I probably do this with every movie now. I did look at the time, like, what point are they at now? Just to kind of feel like, <laughs> oh, like they at the half hour point. Like, like it's kind of been slow, but it wasn't, you know, an obnoxious amount of time. It, you know, it's an hour and 45, so pretty standard or whatever. But, yeah, know, not bad. I, 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 it does kind of make me curious of the other ones, but I'm kind of like, I know that they, they're just like, you know, crazy and, you know, comedy weird stuff, but I don't know. I'm gonna, eh, do I have any interest? I think I if it was on, the I... second one. <laughs> no? No. Yeah. Alright. It is a literal carbon copy. Like, the same stuff happens. Well, not the same stuff, but the same sequence of events. Like, yeah. Literally the same thing. I imagine kind the of... third one is the same. I think the third one they did do differently, but I was so just like, I'm not going to do it, watch it again. <laughs> like, after the second one, that the third one they literally said, okay, we're we're going to break formula for this one, it'll be different. In the second one, it's Ed Helms getting married to a different lady, right? Yes. And they lose his brother, or his to be brother in law. And the third one, and I they... think, Alan is getting married, the, the Zach Galifianakis character. Oh, interesting. I think. Yeah. yeah, I think there's, and he has, like, some showdown, or there's some, like, rivalry with Ken Jeong's character, he comes back or something. Yeah. Yeah, so, it was another, I, I can't remember what the last one was, let's see, The Flash. It didn't, uh, pretty much like a couple of these films you showed me, not great. But, you know, it wasn't terrible. <laughs> it was fine. Yeah. It didn't it's fine. jade me more, but it didn't really do anything positive either. Yeah. You know, it's it was a comedy, and it wasn't, you know, super poorly made. It, it, it had some funny stuff to it, so, you know, I'm fine with it. Fine with it. That's what we'll take. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. five out of ten, I guess. Five out of ten, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Right down I mean, the middle. That's pretty much how everything's been. Uh, there, I, I, you know, uh, Pineapple Express was, you know, surprised me where I was kind of like, you know, I didn't think I'd like a stoner comedy at my age, but I'm like, I enjoyed it. Uh, you know, all of them have had some good parts and bad parts. Of it, you know, that's just where I am with movies. Yeah. That might True. just be me being still jaded. Like that's probably just right. Probably, you know, <laughs> I think that's yeah. It's a long term goal. We'll keep trucking yeah. along on it. Yeah, still figuring it out. Uh, well, I guess we get Animabe to talk yes. about. Yeah, we'll move into Animabe, where I don't know a lot about anime, but Jeff tries to give me suggestions for things to watch to get me more into it. And this time, this is a very special anime because you hadn't seen this before, correct? That's right. That's correct. Um, I've known about it, and I've heard reviews, and I, I've looked at the... I've done research on it, and, you know, I know, like, what happens, because I, okay. constant, I constantly ruin stuff for myself because, I, I don't know, I'm not allowed to have joy in my life, I guess. <laughs> Surprise. 
<laughs> you don't want to be but surprised. I like, yeah. But I've heard, I'm a big fan of, uh, I think I've mentioned Mother's Basement on YouTube. And he's kind of reviewed horror and anime and how it kind of doesn't work a lot of the time. <laughs> yeah. And this is the one where he says it's kind of, like, the death sequences are kind of comical in the way they're done. Because they're kind of <laughs> over the top. Yeah. Um, but what is this series yeah. about? This is uh, uh, another. And... Yeah. Scary. It's about yeah. It's um, it's about oh, man. I should have pulled up the character list, but this Koichi, uh, Sakibara Koichi or something is this new kid's name. Yeah, Koichi Sakakibara. Yeah, Sakakibara. Yeah, there's two geekies. Uh, and he is going into he's starting this new school and. He's in the ninth grade, and he's in class three. But does class three have some secrets? Yes, and they won't tell you about them for five friggin' episodes. <laughs> we were talking about ambiguity before. Like, this show uh, just really doesn't tell you much for a long time. And that's kind of what it, the, it banks on. But yeah, class three is cursed. And he... Uh, of course, I wrote in my notes, standard standard horror show setup. Of course, there's a weird girl that no one can see, apparently, and only he can see, named uh, uh, Misaki May. May. Misaki. Yeah, yeah, Misaki May. And, yeah, uh, that's the gist of it, right? Well, Class 3 is cursed, and they won't. no one will tell anyone about it. They won't talk about it at all. Yeah, they start out off talking about this... Um person named Misaki who was a beloved uh, talented and good looking student who died uh, you know in a kind of a freak accident and because it was such a shock to the students um, they pretend they keep pretending as if Misaki is still there but they keep a chair and they keep looking at it like and they act as if Misaki is still there and then at some point they have their uh group and picture that was, um, for their that was 26 years ago it's not the yes, same Misaki 26 right. years ago yeah. yeah it's a different yeah. Misaki it's uh, uh it's Misaki from 26 years ago uh and yeah. they take a group picture and Misaki is in the picture with like pale skin they can't really explain it and people start dying for you know they feel as like it's for a, they've had a curse placed on them yeah, they after that year, uh, someone dies every month in the class, pretty much. Yeah, and, I think um, that they call it the extra. Is they find out this name the extra? Oh, yeah, they didn't. I they hadn't called it a name yet. They just kept saying it starts. They keep saying what's it? Well, yeah, and uh, yeah, so Sakika Ba Sakika. Sakiki Sakiki Bara has to he's pretty much just trying to figure out why the hell everyone's can't see Misaki Mei at first and it's him trying to figure out what the hell's going on in this class and why no one wants to hang out with class 3 and it's because class 3 gets closer to death did you see the first death? yes I did that's the yeah. only one in episode three that you see the yeah. stairway umbrella one. What do you think? Um, 
Was it after, over the top and dumb? Oh yeah, because I wrote down. I saw. I, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was weird because that happened, and then so. The, and this was before, like, they don't really lay out what the curse is until pretty much episode five. I watched five episodes. Uh, yeah. And, yeah, pretty much because I wanted to know what the hell was going on still. So it did, it kept me hooked. But I still think it was a very slow, slow burning show. And nothing really happens for a long time. Until, like, was that the end of, was the end of episode three that she died, was it? Um... But yeah, it was, she falls down the stairs and then gets impaled in the throat by her umbrella. <laughs> yeah. Which, like, I didn't, uh, I've seen, I don't know. I, I showed you this. I've seen crazier things than that. Did you show me that? I thought it was familiar. Okay, I did think it was yeah. familiar. I th so maybe I had seen it before and that's why I was like, I've seen this before. And I also, like in an audiobook, I've recently heard somebody gets impaled with an umbrella and then it opens and explodes. So I was like, it didn't go that far. So I wasn't too like, huh. And I guess you had showed it to me before. So I guess that's why I didn't like crazy. But then um, I think it's the next episode. Uh he he's talking to some girl in his class outside and the wind blows and knocks a pane of glass over and they, it doesn't fall on anyone he pushes her out of the way in time but uh, i wrote down i was like oh god there's it's rube goldberg machines of death this is final destination have you ever seen any of the final destination movies sure that's like it feels exactly like it's the same thing it's very similar yeah but, I guess, yeah, not exactly the same thing, but yeah, it's uh, death following people around in crazy ways. Yeah, on YouTube, they've kind of got a super cut of all the death, all the death that happens in the show, where it's like, it's like a nine minute video or something like that, where it's just like, <laughs> uh, you know, the girl getting impaled, I think there's a girl who gets killed by an elevator. That's the next one I saw that. Yeah. yeah. And like... That didn't go crazy. You didn't really see her get crushed or anything but it does like show the elevator like plummeting and breaking all the parts like falling apart and stuff yeah there's one really stupid looking one i don't think you've seen it it's just somebody gets struck by lightning and just falls over it's really <laughs> dumb looking yeah one kid had a heart attack that was i saw that one yeah that wasn't too crazy but um yeah there are a lot of characters in this too almost too many to i mean i guess they're gonna start dying left and right so there'll be less but even like in the beginning of the show there's like in the opening credits there's a lot of characters i mean it's a whole class of 20 whatever people so it's it's kind of a lot to keep track of um there was i don't know if you noticed in episode one but there's like i think it's the first scene where sakiki bara is meeting everyone and he's talking but like you just see everyone else moving around and talking and stuff and it was i don't know it was quite weird i didn't know if the subbing got off when i was watching it i don't know if you noticed that at all no i think it was trying to do exposition and kind of show like people like shifting eyes and kind of people trying to keep you know their own physical relations kind of going on where it was kind of Trying to do exposit like double exposition exposition yeah. on, at the same time, where it's kind of showing 
his relationships with the people in class and how they're forming and the relationships that are already kind of formed and whatnot. I think that's what it was trying to do. Yeah, I, I agree, because it did just, like, it ended up being fine after that. But while it was going on, I was like, is something wrong with the, like, did it get out of sync? Yeah. It was just weird. It, it was probably, it's just a translation thing, I'm sure. There's a lot of um, dull cutaways, too. Yes, and that's uh, also in my standard horror show setup. Yes, a lot of weird imagery just popping up out of nowhere. Just, like, quick cuts of dolls. Yeah. Which becomes like a theme. It does become a theme, but in the first episode, you don't know why, pretty much. Yeah. And it's just, it just feels like it's there for the sake of being there. It it definitely has like a pretty like tense atmosphere that you're just kind of like, what is happening? Like it's definitely yes. there, and it I kind of like that in in a horror where the thing isn't jump scares it's just like you're just kind of on edge for the whole time like i i like a good jump scare but i feel like unless you're kind of like you get there with a lot of just kind of like you're waiting for it and the anticipation is kind of what what gets you and you're kind of you need that release but it's like nope not yet (laughs) we're gonna show you the clown later on right yeah i keep like yeah what it's just it keeps hyping it up i'm like what's next what's next like the i think it's the end of episode two she start uh, misaki starts like peeling away her eye patch and she's like you want to see what's under this and i'm like what weird effed up thing is this gonna be i can't wait to see it and then like episode two ends i'm like ah i gotta i can see what's next and then she ends up being a different colored eye say dolls <laughs> like is it gonna be yeah but i was like is it gonna be like some crazy portal into like the netherworld inside her head or something i thought it was just gonna be something crazy it does have uh, some ability to it i don't know if they've talked about it yet it is she said it allows her yeah she's color of she, death she just, or something yeah she's like it allows me to see things that other people can't see it's just kind of a throw line she said at the beginning or at the reveal yeah Yeah, uh, and then I in episode three, she kind of I think it ends with them kind of talking about how she doesn't exist to, or I, I guess it's episode two where she doesn't exist to everyone else. But I guess they're just ignoring her, like they they I think they can see yeah. her. But. Yes, I got to the reveal of who she really is, yeah. and um, do you, I you don't care? You like yeah, I, yeah, I don't. Yeah, <laughs> I have no. Yeah, I have no stake. Yeah, but she's just she is just a person. That's all she is. she's not a ghost or any supernatural being. She's just a person. And I guess uh the curse of the class, the way to like counteract it is they just it, they pick one person each year to pretend does not exist and that way it like makes space for the ghost or whatever. Yeah. Who's apparently made up of all the past dead people who have died in class 3. Yeah. But they don't know who they are. In every version of the class three, there's always a person that is kind of like the extra. I think that they eventually right, yeah, start yeah. referring to them as, and that person mm. you're supposed to ignore or I think kill. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. That's why I know. So yeah, Saki wasn't a ghost. Everyone was just pretending she didn't exist. And Koichi or Sakikibara messed it all up because he didn't know the rules he didn't know they were pretending she wasn't there so did he though new kid uh i don't know yet yeah 
Because, I mean, doesn't her... She talks about the person that she's visiting in the hospital, and I think that person has essentially been killed before the series really starts. Oh, yeah, starts. that's true. Yeah, you're right. That is true. She is, her sister has died, and that's why she's... He, Spoiler. Where they first meet. Yeah, we already spoiled this whole a thing. Bunch, yeah. Spoiled, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's in episode two or three. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I did not garner much information from hanging on into two extra episodes, besides like essentially the summation of the curse, which I was finally like, all right, fine, <laughs> shut it off now. Yeah, but does it make you want to know? Like, does the series like, or would you be fine just being like googling it and being like that's fine? <laughs> Um, I'd like to see how it plays out. I think, um, I mean, I, I'm pretty much halfway through it. It's only like 11 or 12 episodes. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it just, I would say, like I was, we were talking about ambiguity earlier and I think this one uses ambiguity just to kind of keep you, I mean, that's what good storytelling does. It keeps you involved. But, um, yeah. It definitely I think it, sucks you in. Like it's got, you know, like I said, a good atmosphere, and you like you want to know, and I think it keeps you in by kind of being like, it gives you a little bit at the very end where you're kind of like, what is happening? Exactly. Yeah. Every the end of every episode, usually someone at this point, someone's dying at the end of every episode. So, but I, now that I kind of know what the curse is, I I do feel kind of a resolution. I don't know. Am I just going to keep watching people die? <laughs> Is that the rest of the show? Well, I mean, <laughs> At you least, find a... I mean, there's only nine minutes of a supercut, so who knows? There's got to be more than nine minutes left. Yeah. Yeah, and you kind of find out. I think it kind of gives you the resolution through that supercut, too. Where they, the last one is, you know, the final one, obviously. True. Yeah, yeah it's... Uh... I don't know. It's not too scary, at least. I it, <laughs> we're looking for horror, so it doesn't scare me too much. Yeah, it's a horror, but it it's kind of more of an atmospheric horror. You know, yeah, like it's definitely, definitely uh, like I think um, we watched Serial Experiments Lane. Like that, I think could be also considered a horror, but it's definitely more psychological. Yeah, you know, it's like a psychological. Uh, uh, what's psychoactive not psychoactive psychedelic psychedelic psychological yeah yeah like i haven't really it's hard to find an anime that's just like oh here's a jump scare like that and you know it's a different type of horror and uh, anime is kind of a hard thing i don't know it it varies with its execution i feel like true yeah what do you think uh i give i'll give it an a yes yeah because i I keep saying I'll finish it, yeah. but then I, or I'll keep watching, but I, I never have time because I have to watch new ones. <laughs> well, yeah. Maybe that'll be a segment we do at some point. You have to finish something. Yeah. Uh, but I, I yeah, have kind of thought... would you give of, it? I would give it an Anna yes, because it, you know, it did suck me in, definitely. Like, I was interested to know yeah. where it was going. Um, so, I mean, I think that's a sign of something that's well made. You know, the animation is is good it's you know it's a certain style but I, i'm fine with it for being what it is and the storytelling yeah is there's interesting there's not a lot of movement to it so it's but it still does do yeah. nice with what it has yeah good sound design you know the music is uh, the opening and ending kind of throw me off 
but you know, yeah but other than that they're fine yeah yeah the ending yeah. credits are like a soap opera almost it just shows yeah. them all in like a really nice pastel painted room <laughs> yeah yeah they do that in certain things i think it's kind of supposed to like contrast how like off-putting it is or something there might be something in the lyrics that kind of make it make sense but do you, you know why it's called another? I think it's Does it just mean another of, death, or I think it has to refer to that thing where they. I think they start referring it to as the extra, which is the extra person. Oh yeah, but yeah. I'm not. I'm not a hundred percent sure. That's my guess. Because Misaki says like the other me, or at some point too. So it's, yeah, in the very yeah. first episode, like my poor other half, or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. What's that all about? I'll yeah. find out. Maybe I'll find out. Yeah. Uh, what do you have to assign for me? Have you thought about it? Oh, no. I have to check. I haven't thought about it because I am going to. I tried to look at Netflix last time to see what was available. So I would like to do that again. I mean, I've found it regardless, so it doesn't really matter, I guess. Yeah. And I don't um, really mind buying stuff if I have to. You know, how much can it well, do you want to go with um, Last Jedi? Yeah, sure. Why not? I think that's the one. Since, Netflix, probably. Yeah, that is on Netflix. Yeah, and yeah. it will be gone soon because they're doing that Disney streaming one. Yeah. Um, hopefully, so by, get it while you can. Yeah. Yeah, by Wednesday, hopefully, because I usually like to do it before, the day before we do this, so it's fresh in my mind. Right. But I can usually find yeah. it. Yeah. So yeah, watch that because it's. It's a divisive Star Wars one, and you like the last one. It's definitely different from Force Awakens. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, did you have homework for me? Yes, and I... I know, I think I talked about... You know, I gave you an either-or last week, and I'll have you do the other one. Which is Sword Art Online. It's about time you saw that. Okay... Alrighty. Yeah, the people sucked into a different world, right? That's my yep. what I like. Isekai. Yep. It's uh, I don't know. A lot of people love it. A lot of people hate it. A lot of people came to hate it later on after they kind of went other directions with it. I don't know. Hmm. I'll have you figure it out? Tell people how you feel about it. Yeah, I love the, uh, does it have, like, personification of the internet that I like? Like, designing it like an actual world? Uh, yeah, so it's, um, they've kind of create this, uh, VR world where you put your, you kind of have, uh, you know, your character, you do, I think it's like people lying on a bed, they kind of put this thing on their head, and they kind of have their body in that world and it works a lot like an MMORPG and not to give too much away but it's the thing that's established right away is if you die in the game you die in real life cool yeah it's kind of like the stakes right away which is told in the first few minutes so it's not giving too much away nice yeah I'll check it out yeah it's interesting and there's been a bunch of you know expansions to that world and offshoots and spinoffs and sequels and whatever so 
people like yeah. seem to like it anyway. Cool. Alright. I guess we'll wrap up, right? Yep. Alright. Uh where can uh you can find us or email us at wholegdshow at gmail.com. We're on Twitter at wholegdshow, Facebook.com slash wholegdshow, wholegdshow.podbean.com. Uh rate and review us on iTunes or your podcast services. Uh Caleb O'Ryan does our themes. You can find him on Spotify. Uh, you can find us where you found us, Spotify and all that good stuff. Where can people find you, Jeff? Uh, Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, at RewriteOsha, RewriteOsha. We also have a YouTube channel, which I've only put two videos on, oh, yeah. of a little bit of Corpse Party, which I've kind of given up on, but <laughs> but I plan on hopefully doing more. Maybe, I don't know. The voice sync hasn't been working as I've kind of hoped for. So it may just mm. be, you know, less commentary. So, yeah, good to do. Yeah. Uh, a lot of technical work in Let's Plays. All right. And we'll uh, catch you guys in the next episode. Goodbye. Later. Later. Later.